You're listening to Strong Woman Radio, a sanctuary free of testosterone, save for a few special guests, where ladies who like to lift heavy things can chit-chat about the struggles and success that comes with being a woman in a man-dominated sport. We welcome all listeners of all sports, be it strongman, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, or more. Please send us your own inside girl jokes or questions if you'd like to submit one through the contact form on paleoparents.com. Simply click the podcast drop-down from the top right corner and submit a question or comment under the SWR tab. While you're at it, shop on the sidebar of our blog for our favorite products and recommended partners. Now, let's get to our fearless leaders, two competitive strong women athletes who earned their invites to nationals within the first year of training for the sport. Please remember, Stacey and Vivian's banter is often mindless and should never be taken for professional medical advice. Go Watch me forget about it. <laughs> what? What? I want. To, I was looking into getting a Fitbit or something of the nature. What are you going to do with that? I don't know. Magic. <laughs> you know, I just want. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I need something to remind me and be like, "Hey, get off your ass at work." There are ones. I need my hunger buddy. I think there are. Like, get up. Go away. <laughs> you can. I don't think the Fitbit does it, but I have seen ones that ha, that like r- give you reminders. And I was actually looking at the Apple Watch, which I don't think is out yet. But yeah. like when it does it come so out, cool. I think that's what I'm waiting for. But honestly, I think here's the thing. I know a lot of people that wear a Fitbit at my office who are like the opposite of fit. And I just think kind of it's like this thing to some people where it's no. like, yeah. if I wear my Fitbit, I'm no feigning like, fitness. <laughs> This will lead into our topic for today, <laughs> because I think I... Hello, just, listeners! Hello! You've joined us mid-conversation. We lifted before we podcasted tonight, which I always know. makes for... It makes for, like, a weird... But then maybe we'll get extra funny. Who knows? We'll see. Changing it up. <laughs> so, I might need to rest more, because, uh, hello, guys! I added pole fitness <laughs> into my repertoire of crazy shit Vivian does. Which is cool, because it's, like, a different... Fork it! Different kind of strength training, even though it has this little... Hey, but Usher says it doesn't mean I'm a hoe if I dance on a pole, so that's fine. That's what he says. That's what he says. So, you know, if Usher, if Usher says it, it's true. I <laughs> I know many people who do pole fitness, and I... Especially, I don't know if you saw some of the videos from the Arnold of the chicks that were oh, doing yeah. pole fitness. Crazy. That is... That is... A kind of gymnastics skill and strength that I can't even fathom. Like, there are right. moves that women do where I'm like, no, where's the string holding her up? Right. Like, you know. So, I think pole fitness is definitely a thing. And I think for strength sport to work on your core and your mobility and your your static strength like that could right. be really beneficial. It was so the cool same way I even see him at the Arnold. Because you're not thinking like, oh, at the Arnold it's going to yeah. be like a, a pole fitness thing. But it's so cool. I was like, oh, yeah. Yes. So I do that now. So I do that on top of strongman training. So basically now my one rest day is Friday and I come over here to yell at people. <laughs> oh my God. So my, my adorable sisters, and I promised my sister Jacqueline, Miss Jacqueline M on Instagram, that I would mention her. Um, my sisters came over and um, Viv was in like full coach mode because one of my sisters, Abby, has never done any sort of CrossFit movement before. And... Um, my sister Jackie did CrossFit a couple of times when she lived with us, but like not really just tangentially watched what I was doing and then would like 
jump in and out. You know, like, oh, I did this three wall walls kind of thing. So they came tonight, and Jackie was like, I want to do a wad. And I know it's a time warp, but right now it's 15.3. And everybody we know is doing (laughs) 15.3 tonight. And they'll be doing 15.3 for the next four days because they're going to try to all get their first muscle-ups. But um, so I told my sister to do seven banded pull-ups. Um, 50 wall balls and 100 jump ropes and she was like okay that's not that bad and I was like as many times as you can in 14 minutes (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so she did that before you got here or maybe she was like finishing when you got here because I knew that that was something that she could do by herself and not you know it was a great wad for her to do and then when you got here she was like getting the coach Viv treatment and then she was like I want something core. And I was staring at your chalkboard wall, and I was just like, what? What? And then I saw stuff that I was pulling out from your workouts, and she wanted to do burpees. And I was like, all right. They're a good workout. I did them earlier this week. They'll get (laughs) you. You know what? I need a high five, though, because I did both sets of 15 burpees unbroken. Yeah. Which I don't think I've ever done more than 10 burpees unbroken before. I really don't like doing more than 10 burpees And the second set of 15, when I hit 10, I was like, I want to die. (laughs) And I was like, I have to do these no matter what. I might as well just, like, finish them, you know? But even when I have done 100 burpees for time, like, I break them up a lot, you know? So... I was super excited that I was, you gave me burpees on my, on my cardio <laughs> day this week. I won't even do <laughs> What's funny is Zess would never program any of this stuff for me that I do to you, but it's just because, like, I know you like burpees in, like, a weird, sick way, partially. I like, I like being fit. That's, that's, that's a thing. It's <laughs> a thing. But, like, I have different kinds of condition because I have different equipment available yeah. to me yeah, in yeah. space. So, yeah. Yeah, like I haven't done a prowler in a really long time. Right, so, so it's sister, like it's my version of a prowler. Yeah. So your sister was like, I need some core stuff. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I was standing there for a while because she was on the phone or whatever. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I made up a workout. It was pretty cool. If anyone wants to try it, you don't need any equipment for this. It's uh, three rounds, four time of 15 burpees, 15 flutter kicks, four count flutter kicks. And 15 Spider-Mans. So it's actually 60 flutter kicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my sister Abby actually finished before my sister Jackie, yeah. which was cute to see them <laughs> being a little competitive. It was, it was funny because your sister Abby was like, oh, don't time me. I don't need to be timed. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay. And I said, three, two, one, go. And all of a sudden she's like, oh, oh yeah. I got to finish. They, they've got the same competitive Hungarian angry blood that I have. Um <laughs> And, yeah, so that was a thing that happened. And then we went outside to flip. Well, so the reason that we pulled the tires out is because Cole said to me that he wanted me to get him a smaller tire. Right. And I was like, you know what? I think you might be able to be strong enough to flip this tire. Like, at the very least, we can work on it and I'll help you flip it. And, you know, like his first or second one, we were working on for him and I helped him flip it. And then... He did it, like, a dozen times. Yeah, he did it a lot. I was just like, and it was really funny because he's like, I could get it. I could get it. I'm like, I know you can. I believe in you. I know. I have you on my heart. But 
Take a break. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because that's a lot of poundage on your small human body. Totally. And at one point, oh my gosh, it broke my heart. At one point, he goes, I just need to roll out on the foam roller. And I was like, what What just happened? And he's like, no, no, it's just my ankles. And I'm like, what's happening with your ankles? And Viv, like, tried to explain to me about flexibility and, you know, whatever. And I was just like, I don't know. My kid kid is so hardcore. He's, like, pushing through pain to, like, flip these tires. But he was so excited and it was a great use of like his energy and um gave him really good confidence that he was able to do it because then what he did is he like taught finn how to do it and he taught jackie (laughs) how to do it and he taught abby how to do it and he had like all this pride about it and it was really super cool so my sisters both flipped the tire (laughs) cole and even finn flipped the tire right i had to help finn from the bottom a little bit but he probably like (laughs) sooner yeah yeah probably tomorrow he can do it now that it's here yeah and and now that like cole's doing it he he will he will find a way finn does not (laughs) like to be second place shocking you're blood competitive no i know (laughs) and he's a middle child so he's like always competing for that attention you know my goodness (laughs) um so yeah so let's talk a little bit i think we talked last week about um talking about overtraining and one of the things that i think is really applicable about talking about overtraining this week is this idea that right now 15.3 is an exercise that a lot of people are going to be doing over and over and over again right and i was thinking about how much banging on those people's Shoulders. Shoulders. Like, I'm just rubbing my face thinking about, like, because everyone I know is saying that they're going to do it every single day until they get a muscle up so that they can record at least one point for the open. I don't know. Because for me, it's just like, holy crap, that's a lot. And, like, muscle ups are a lot. Like, they say you shouldn't do a muscle up until you have, like, ten strict pull-ups. Or, like, like, chest bar. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that and it's just like okay but like your your shoulders are tiny muscles <laughs> they're not gigantic generally <laughs> so this is why i thought you know it's very apt because there there are people i'm sure who know how to smartly do that right to, to accessory work and to work on other things and um there are people who are going to be so desperate that they're not smartly thinking about those right. things and probably injure themselves this week Absolutely. because they're going to overtrain certain muscle groups without, you know, resting resting. and working other muscle groups that support that muscle group, and then, boom, injury happens. So, um, what? Boom. (laughs) Earlier tonight, I go, boom, get out the way. (laughs) I was trying to get water. Um, (laughs) Listen, you cannot get between. She ludicrist for the water. You cannot get between a strong (laughs) woman and her water. Um, So, I think... Maybe we can talk about a few things about overtraining. For example, what are some signs of overtraining? Like you were saying that you feel like maybe you're overtraining. What does that it's mean like, to you? Like for me, it just means that I, at this point in my, like, I guess, time of being a fitter person, I have been, I find that. I recover and like I actually allow myself to recover and I give that myself that time and sometimes when I'm like training or I'm working really hard I'm not giving myself enough rest in between where I really fully feel recovered even with the bone broth and everything else like that's great and everything but it's not it's not like I'm giving time for my muscles to actually build and support everything and like you can feel it like aches and pains that's fine 
but like aches and pains that never, never, never really go away. It's just like, all right, maybe I need to back off. Well, and for me, it's not just aches and pains, but it's, there's like a different depth in what is muscular soreness right. versus what I like, can feel and associate with now I know what like my CNS being burned out right. feels like. And it's it's more than just muscle soreness. It's like overall body fatigue. Like you kind of feel like you're getting yeah, the and flu. It, and or, like it makes you feel like mentally. Yes. Even, like, and cloudy headed. Yeah. And overly stressed out all the time or and you're not, not sleeping what you want for your well. workout because like no. my workout is like a de-stressor and I like <laughs> I try to like laugh and have fun and and be serious but like I, t- I was talking to my boss this week and I was just like you know what's funny is that I work really hard at work and I'm awesome and that's great and but I was like but my hobbies also work yeah and he's just like you really need to like not do work I was like I don't know how I don't, I don't know what that is yeah no I'm totally the type A as well that like I don't know how to relax right but, um so like when we're putting in all that work you're thinking oh I'm taking one rest day and it's just like oh crap yeah and you feel like you feel guilty for taking that rest day and like relaxing and enjoying whatever that is I don't know you and know I feel well I guess I got into the point where I'm just like Part of me feels guilt, and the other part of me is just like, you know what? You need this. Yeah, and I know that I... <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself. maybe it's because I'm a little bit older, which I hate to say, because <laughs> I don't think of myself as being older, but, you know, my body's been through a lot. I've had three kids, and I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I have not had three kids. Fact. <laughs> so, I, I mean, think that, I would have remembered. That's like a legit thing, and for me, I have found that... Um, my improvements in the gym, like my my PRs, come when I'm steadily training three to four days a week. And if I train one to two days a week, or if I train five to six days a week, then I see negative right. um, results. I'm, I'm not overall negative results, but not nearly the progress as I see when right. I'm steadily training three or four days a week. And so, you know, I was talking to you today about... I want to change my programming because I was having legs day come two days after event day in my legs. I just knew that they, I wasn't maximizing their potential. I wasn't able to get to true full heavy deads, for example, right. because if I do yoke or farmers or shed pick or whatever, right. then my legs aren't recovered enough in two days to do something else heavy. And I have to listen to my body like right, absolutely. because, you know, the first two weeks that that happened, I was like, oh, you know, I feel like a bad person. Right. I'm not doing leg day. I'm not good enough. And then I was like, no, this is a smart choice that I'm making. I'll do cardio on Tuesdays that isn't super intensive and will help my conditioning. And I mean, when I say cardio, I'm not like, you know. She's not running five miles. (laughs) Calm down. It's cool. It's It's probably like burpees or something crazy Uh, I put down. (laughs) And, um, and then... Then I'll do leg day the next day, and that way I'll have one extra day right. to recover my legs. It doesn't make me any less of an athlete or any more any less capable. In fact, what I'm doing is listening to my body in right. order to become a better athlete. And I think, but like we all have to go through that mental thing where it's just like don't feel that guilt, even yeah. though like like parts of you feel that way just because you've become that competitive athlete, and yeah. you're just like I want to push, I want to push, I want to push. It's just like, all right, at some point somebody's either going to tell you to back off. Or you have to tell yourself. And if you don't have that person, you have to be like, okay, this is me. I'm going to check myself. That's cool. But, you know, I understand the struggle where it's like, 
oh man, what do I do? Yeah. Even even Julie Fouchet um, was saying that she is at a point with her career with being a medical student where she can't CrossFit the way that she has been. And I think it's important that, you know, we all think of athletes as like Olympic level athletes and games level athletes. Right. And we're like, well, if that person can work out two days a week, six days, a, two times a day, six days a week, why can't I do the right. same thing? That person, that's their job. They right. don't have, in, mo- in most cases, another job or kids to take care of right. or whatever. Most of these people own CrossFit boxes. Right. And it's their job to, like, show mm-hmm. up fit and lift <laughs> and be fit. Like, that's their job. Right. And, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But for those of us who have other obligations in life and other things that we're doing and other stress factors, like, our systems are going to respond differently absolutely. to working out. And so. that's, like, if people compare, like, like, my life to your life. Two completely different tracks. Like, really, we live very different lives outside of... I mean, we might both be desk jockeys, but, like, other than that, like, you know, I don't have kids and I don't have those other responsibilities, so our training schedules are also not similar. But, like, in the real world, everyone has their own shit. Yes. (laughs) And we both make it work for us because we listen to what our bodies need and, you know, whatever. Okay. So, um... What about what about this idea of active recovery? So we both take rest days. For right, me, absolutely. For me, I need a full one hundred percent rest day where I don't tell myself, "Oh, this is my yoga day," or "This is my hiking." <laughs> this is my hiking in the woods day. Like if I end up doing those things, right? Fine, whatever. But like. I have a day of the week where I tell myself, this is the couch day, and that's totally okay. <laughs> I think those are usually my, like, Mondays or Wednesdays. That's the day, like, my real active recovery day is, like, laundry. Because it's not like I'm at home sitting on my ass. It's, like, me at home getting my shit done because I'm at the gym all the other yeah. times. You gotta, or, you gotta wash that. Yeah, gotta wash all that gym stuff. <laughs> because it's stinking up the space, guys. It's a problem. I know we've already gone over the stink situation. But that or like I'll go I'll I'll probably do something with my sister or my family mm-hmm. and like just spend time outside of the gym because I find that if I don't have that break it's like what is it? Distance makes the heart grow fonder <laughs> type of thing. Yes. Because like I need an escape from the gym because like I said, the gym has become work because that's what I, that's how much time I dedicate to it. Yeah. And so doing that or I'll, I'll go for walks and stuff, but I don't do anything where I'm like breathing super heavy or yeah. like moving somebody into a house or anything like that. I totally that. agree. Like if I, if I help someone move or if I do something. That's a workout. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> like I skip my workout that day unless I have like a competition coming up and I need to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, um, but like my active recovery too is like pre-comp stuff where yeah. I'll, I'll just spend the whole. Mobilizing. Like my whole workout session I would have done regularly going yeah. to the gym and just mobilizing. Yeah. Because like even just going to Arasi or doing mobility or um, any of my regular mobility stuff. I don't need to be in the gym to do it. I can do it at home. That kind of stuff. And, like, maybe... No, I'm not going to lie. I don't do core in front of the TV. Because <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> I, we do occasionally do, like, handstand night with the kids. Or, you know, the other night I couldn't get a lift in. And so I got on the treadmill desk and I walked instead. Right. And like, But that would have been your regular training day. Right, exactly. I would not call that... Your active those recovery days. Those my, my recovery days because I, like you, need a full day to just completely separate from, I'm not doing anything physical today. I'm doing 
just the life. stuff that I want to do. <laughs> right. And like I said, if I end up doing something physical, it's because I want to do it, not because I feel obligated. Right. And, and I think that's the difference because also as strength athletes or strong women in particular, during the week we put like hundreds of pounds on our bodies. I think a lot or more thousands. Than <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're yeah. putting a lot on our bodies. So it, it, the recovery is not going to be like a CrossFit turnaround where you're doing wall balls and jump rope. Yeah. Which is fine because I used to do that too. Yeah. And it's a different kind of that's soreness and on, pain. That's what I do on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Right. <laughs> so, like that's a different kind of soreness or pain yeah. or recovery type. Right. Because when we're putting all that weight on your bodies, like when you were doing small love, like that rest day, legit, you don't want to move. No, I couldn't. And I <laughs> blogged about how when I tried to do things on the days that I was supposed to be resting on small love, how it totally messed up my lifts the following like session, right. you know, because my body wasn't recovered. So, um, yeah, I would just highly encourage everyone to not feel guilty about recovery. And if you're, if you're finding yourself on your recovery day doing pole or doing yoga or walking in the woods. That's and, cool. But, and, but, but, I mean, maybe you're addicted. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I, let's, uh, let's be real. I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, okay, Vivian, you need to, like, slow your roll. Yeah. Calm down. Yes. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, if you have, like, a, a group of girlfriends and you all, like, yoga and then brunch on Sundays and that gives you peace and it's not, you know, hard on your body. Right. Go for it. Whatever. Yeah. I just I want just people don't, to consider. Don't make it become a stressor that you have to right. do this as an act of recovery. Or, or if you're feeling like you're constantly running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and tired or like from the inside out kind of achy, not just muscle soreness. It's time to take some time. It's okay. Go to the spa. And or like just put slice up some cucumbers that we just had in our sushi. Put them on your eyeballs. Take a nappy nap. <laughs> So maybe we can maybe we could talk about deload next because I think that would be helpful for people too. Is yeah. not just taking recovery days, but Absolutely. also you can't constantly be doing oh no super heavy lifting, super heavy volume, one hundred percent of the time. Right, you need to let your body rest and recover. Absolutely. What is deload, Viv? What so does that deloading mean? is like um, normally your training cycle is what four to six week, four like four to twelve weeks, depending on whatever your your lifting cycle is. The deload week is when you. Work up to your heaviest set the week before, and then the week after, you basically cut that in half and just do really light volume training. That's pretty much it. And then um, that actually helps your muscles actively recover during your cycle, during your training cycle. Um, the importance of deload is that you won't PR without it. Fact. <laughs> Two, it well, you're not going to PR during it either, which is right. why nobody wants to do it, but hello. But it's really smart for your body, and it's at, like... I've seen the difference in my body when I've trained up into contest and then not trained the week before. Because yeah. I've trained up until, like, the day before contest before. Why would you do that? I don't know. I make questionable life choices. But, like, <laughs> your body we'll is... Talk, okay, so we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> your body is a weird science experiment, so you got to try things out, right? But, like, the deload week is very important just because if you're going to build your muscles, that's great. You want to keep them moving with the volume, so you recover and your body knows how to react to a recovery type cycle. And then you go like extra max the d- week after deload week. Some people's deload weeks involve no weight. And other people's, they just cut a percentage back. Yeah. So it just depends on whatever training program you're doing. But you've done it in small of, so. I have. And I've, I've done it in Strongman too. Um, the cycles that I used to do had deload weeks and they weren't 
Um, I'm not talking when I would rest before a comp because I think that's right. entirely different. But um, the cycles that we would do would have a period of time where there were lower weights, more of them. And it was, it basically felt like a week of really awful CrossFit. Because, because, <laughs> because it was like. Still, it was still heavy. It was still heavy comparatively. But it was faster. And it was like faster <laughs> and like a lot of it, right? right? So it would be like, you know, multiple, um, what we call in Strongman, like moving events. Right. It would be um, medleys is what they're called, right? right? So it would be like. This thing, then this thing, then this thing, then this thing, then this thing. It's like all the stuff girls are really good at in Strongman. <laughs> oh, sometimes. But, like, it's just really funny because I know... But it's hard. The guys that, I guess, I work out around, they're just like, deload week. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, deload week volume <laughs> training. Because, yeah. like, for them, well, like, for being around them, it just seems like they want to rest, like, for three hours between yeah. sets. They and I'm wanna, like, they want to do one thing really heavy and then sit down and like be on their phone, show everybody their video, be real heavy, and then be like, all right, man, I'm going to go home. High five. Like, what? Wait, that's, what did you just do? I mean, and that's fine. It's just really funny because like deload week, they can't do that. They have to like get up with you and I have to be like the one, I have to be Coach Viv again and be like, come on, let's go to do this. <laughs> so yeah. But I liked I liked deload week just because then I know I'm gonna catch a little bit of a break in the gym, and like I've also been an athlete where I know I don't need I've already taken that rest day, but my body's still feeling that weird CNS like recovery. Mm. I need recovery, and that's what I'm just like, hey, Dustin, love ya. Need a deload week. Yep, I don't care. Yep. <laughs> no, I think it's super important too to listen to your body. So if you are doing a training program and you feel like you've hit a wall and you're missing, missing, missing everything that you go to lift for, it's time for a deload, right. you know, and a lot of people, and it's like, and it's funny, it's stuff that you know you can do. That's the thing. It's stuff that you've done and you know you can do and that you've lifted before, but for whatever reason that week or whatever, you just cannot. Yeah. Um, so, eh, what is this this week that you take off before comp? Because when I started Strongman, <laughs> I remember having a conversation with so many people and asking them, like, what do you do before a comp? What do you do before a comp? Um, because I had no idea. And right. my coach was telling me to take an entire week off. And I was like, what? A week? I was like, this is... I panicked. I was like, no, this is when the competition... I'm about to compete. Like, I need to be hitting it as hard as possibly can. And the coach was like... No, you're not touching a barbell this week. You're not picking up anything heavy. You can come in here and lay on the floor and put a foam ball or a lacrosse ball under your body, and then you may leave. <laughs> it's really funny, because, like, I think the first competition, not after the one we competed in, but the first competition as a strong woman, strongman athlete I did, I came to the gym and I was like, I looked at Dustin, and he's like, you're not touching anything. And I looked at him again, and I was like, but I am, <laughs> And so I trained, I think, halfway through the week, and he's like, okay, you're just going to have to learn the hard way. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then I, I trained almost all the way up, like, my first training session before the competition. Was that the brute one where you had a shoulder injury? Mm, probably. Mm. <laughs> but Maybe. that's what I'm saying. That's exactly. probably what it was, yeah. because I wasn't, I didn't know. Yeah, you were. And, you like, were, yeah. and I was very gung-ho, like, stubborn Taurus that I am, so, so I, I trained all the way up until, but I learned from that contest that, like, I wasn't feeling as good, 
So, like, I usually take a week off before a show just to get my all of my recovery as much as possible. Yeah. So I do all the rolling out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then I'm, like, a vegetable the rest of the days. <laughs> yeah. I, I do something kind of similar. I try to take at least five days off beforehand. Yeah. I try to take I the do the days... Sunday, and then the next weekend is what usually we call it. Yes. Yeah, so we'll do, like, event Sundays is usually a strongman thing. And then the competitions are almost always on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have that basically Monday through Friday to take off. Um, sometimes I'll get one more lift session in on Monday. Like, let's say there's five events. Right. I might do, like, three or four on Sunday and then one or two on Monday and then just, like, yeah. call it. Depends on, like, what the con- contest is and what all the events are. But, um, yeah, I've gotten to then- the point where I've learned that, like, Sunday's just the day for me to, like, let a light, light run through of everything yeah. just to feel familiar and just to feel comfortable. And then after that, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I just go... I don't... I go to the rut- the gym because it's a routine <laughs> and I'm used to it. Yeah. So, like, it's weird for me not to be in yeah, there. Yeah, And, and I, I, I hate the idea of losing my routine. Yeah. And that's where it's just like, all right, just because I'm taking a rest day and it's okay to recover... I think I need that routine. And I think beyond just mobilizing at the gym, I think a lot of people take that opportunity to do sports massage or chiropractic or a Rosti or um, that kind of thing. Maybe if you train your event Sunday, you do that Monday, Tuesday, so your body has a few days to recover after it's had some manipulation. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And again, I... I don't find that I do well if I completely just veg out those right. five days. Like, I have to, I like to do a little bit of get my blood flow, like, whether that's jumping rope or do 10 burpees. That's way more than me. <laughs> I know. I, I have to get my blood flowing in order to properly stretch. Yeah. And then once I have my blood flowing, and again, I'm talking light jump ropes or 10 burpees. I'm not talking, like, you know, balls <laughs> to the walls here. Uh, maybe some wall balls, not balls to the walls. Um then I'll stretch. I do a lot of stretching and I do a lot of mobilizing. And um, I try to do that at least twice in that five-day period. And then the other days, I will literally sit on the floor while we watch TV and roll out. Yeah. Or I'll have Matt, like, massage my feet or massage my legs as we watch like? TV. Right? That's the life. That's what that's know. like. I don't know. That is... I don't know what that's like. I'm like, <laughs> hey, do you want to... Ma- oh, I'm not talking to anyone. You're like, Mom! Mom! <laughs> massage my inner thigh I have a knot poor little thumbs could not handle <laughs> yeah so I mean we I think we both have a similar approach yeah. in that we're not doing a bunch of stuff yeah. and we're my weird I like I have weird pre-comp like stuff that I need to do yeah yeah and you I'm gotta like, get your nails done is no, not a recovery no it's not a recovery thing but like I don't get my nails done I do my own you nails. do your nails the night before <laughs> I know and they always look amazing and it's really funny because people are like why do you do that pre-comp like literally you're gonna get tacky all over your hands tomorrow I'm like no no I don't mess with this tradition is thing. this is the thing this is totally like thing. because I have a problem like mentally just like just being like, shut up, Vivian, stop, don't overthink things. So I focus on doing my nails meticulously. <laughs> like a weirdo. Alright, last question. Cool. Once you've taken this this deload week, this week off, this whatever it is. Because, okay, you take a week off, mm-hmm. and then you have your comp, and then you're supposed to rest after your comp. What? I know, I know that this is not something you do. This is something, I know, this is something you I should, should do. do right? right? This is something that I've learned to do. But then... 
you basically come to the gym and you haven't. It's you like feel three like, weeks you ago. You feel like you haven't done anything in two weeks, and you're like, oh my god, you know what do I, you know, like where, what do I do? Where do I start? And that's really, I think, the my biggest tip for people to not feel overwhelmed and then they get out of the routine and they don't do it is right. like while you're taking that rest period after the comp come up with your plan come up with your training program like if you're gonna jump right back into it or find know, your next contest co- find <laughs> your next contest and come up with your prep for that or yeah. you know if you're a power lifter like you know what your next things are going to be and if you're an only lifter you know what your next things are going to be crossfit it's kind of easy because it's on the board right you know? but for those of us who are doing our own programming yeah. like you gotta you gotta think about that before you're feeling lazy right, right. don't wait until you haven't worked out in two weeks except for one contest it's really funny because i think me and nicole after after t- um kentucky we were like, okay, we qualified for national. So at least, like, if nothing else, we have something to train for. Mm-hmm. You, if we go or not, whatever. Which, by the way, <laughs> I was shocked to see that one of the events is Farmers with a Turn. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm not and excited. I just heard that they're doing frames. Oh, nice. So I don't know if women are also doing frames. Heavyweight women are yeah, doing frames, yeah. too. I don't know. So it'll be interesting. I was looking at a bunch of contests, and, like, three or four of them have Farmers with a Turn, and I was like, what? Is this like is it, why is this? Are this they all USS ones? A couple of them were, and a couple of them were, were NAS shows. Wow. Yeah. I know. I it's like a, maybe it's a thing this year. It's a thing. I don't know. They did that ramp at the Arnold. Yeah, Thor, Thor looked like a badass going up that they ramp. They all look badass. Yeah. They're just all like strong. And I didn't I'm see like, anybody else. <laughs> I knew he won it, so I just like watched his bid. <laughs> anyway, tangent. Yeah. So Dustin makes me do a recovery week. And because this time, it snowed on Thursday, so I couldn't get to the gym. <laughs> so I, w- I texted him, and I go, lucky you, I actually have to rest now. <laughs> and he goes, you'll be okay. Shut up. <laughs> I think, but see, I think it's but, good that you know yeah. that you should be resting. Oh, yeah. And you know that you should take Fridays off, and this is painful for you to learn that yeah, like, well, this is like, something and that it's you're doing. That, it's, it's hard because I'm in a gym. Yeah. The entire time, I mean, usually. Yeah, because you train another gym, and then you come here. Mm-hmm. And, and Like, all of my, my Fridays, I'm at CrossFit Main Street coaching, and then I come here. Which is cool. I think it's funny that you just but called my house a gym. It's a gym. <laughs> it's, I guess. I spend most of my, when I'm here, I spend most of my time out in the gym. It's true. Or in um, the kitchen, because food. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I think we just yeah. smattered everything we need to. Where are you going to be posting the video that we made tonight? Oh, I made the video tonight. I'll be posting it on YouTube.com. YouTube.com. You just sound like a really old woman right there. <laughs> Slash Miss V Fit. Just like my Instagram, it's all the same. You can see all my weird I'm paleo vlogs I'm, I'm from on there. I was 100? so skinny then. Oh my gosh. It was so weird. But that's all right. That's all right. I am a hundred percent sure there's going to be some crazy bloopers in there. Oh yeah, there's definitely crazy bloopers. I don't. I wasn't even like aware that you had started <laughs> videoing until I was like, I just. I'm pretty sure I was really bad jerking in that video <laughs> that you just did. Hey, but like, then you'll see we're actually in our gym. Yeah, in the house of games. Yeah. So. For those of you that donated to Viv's Cupid Undy Run, and I'll thank share you. them on Instagram. Yes, share you. share maybe like a clip and give people the mm-hmm. full link on on Instagram, and you can check it out at Miss Viv Fit on YouTube. Um, we, I have enabled 
operations manager and the podcast producer, Monica, um, to actually put together show notes for us. And this was, this was the first one that she put together. So thank you, Monica, and everyone listening. So fantastic. Thank it you, was Monica. so super helpful. Right? We actually had, like... We had things and points and we, stuff. We made, like, an actual podcast. So... It was very organized. Um, we we have further ideas from Monica on what to do, and she will give us bulleted lists. Um, but if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover or questions that you want us questions, to answer... send us your questions. We love hearing from you. Yes. There's a contact form in the blog, or you can just email paleoparentsteam at gmail.com. Maybe and one Monica, of these times we should, like, Twitter it and just be like, hey, yo, guys and yeah, stuff. do it. And then be like... You can't get the answers unless you listen to the podcast. All right. Monica will make sure it goes out on my channels. You make sure it goes out on your channels. And um, we will answer questions that we get. But um, Monica is also putting together awesomeness for us to make sure that we cover some stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us for Strong Women Radio. If um, We we do have some epic guests lined up. I think next week we're going to have some... um, guests on the podcast who participated in the Arnold. I'm excited to talk to them about their experience. And um, we have some other guests that we're hoping to line up. Um, I know Amanda from Ladies Lift here wants to join, so we just need to schedule that with her. I think that would be amazing to share what she's doing um, with everyone. So look forward to um, continuing this awesomeness. Just want to give you a heads up that um, there will be a break. I know we've been pretty on point. With I the know regular, that's so crazy. The regular podcasting, <laughs> but um, the family and she has a life. Guys. Uh, <laughs> we're going. We're going to Disney, and um, it will actually overlap for two Fridays. Okay. We're going to be gone for two day- for ten days. Yeah, so. I'll probably do the same later in the month. Just be. I'm going to Europe. Yes, you're going to Europe. So, um, we we could potentially record ahead for like yeah. one or something but I also have another podcast that I have to record ahead for so I don't know if I can do four podcasts in one week let's we'll see. let's be real guys I'm not super concerned about it I feel like we have a lot of uh-huh. fun yeah so I'm pretty I'm, sure that's... we're not gonna be like gone forever yeah. I, I just want to warn you it might happen <laughs> just put your seatbelt on guys <laughs> put your big girl panties on <laughs> all right Well, stay strong, everyone, and we'll be back next week. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes if you enjoy the show. You can skip leaving a review if you don't enjoy the show. And I would question your life choice if you've just listened to 38 (laughs) minutes of something that you don't enjoy. I mean, questionable life choices are how I got here. (laughs) Well, have you left your review on iTunes? What? Come on. (laughs) 